Hey guys, welcome to episode 6 of Inside the Cage. I'm Scott Tilly and I have, as usual, Mark Morrison. How you doing, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Oh, I can't complain. Good weekend. Good, good. Yeah, it was alright, thanks. Social media, get us on Twitter, Instagram. Our Twitter followers are still really embarrassing, so please hit us up on Twitter. Um, at Inside Cage MMA. You can't miss it. It's a massive Scotland flag with a cage run about it. It's pretty much a dead giveaway. Um, yeah, send us a message, let us know. We do sometimes do polls, share lots of news from the usual outlets, keep up to date with the regular stuff. So yeah, give us a, a like and a follow. So, uh, well, I guess we should probably just start with Bellator. Uh, it was the only thing on so the weekend. Fine, the weekend so, we'll start with we'll start with Friday, we'll start with 207. Um, where do you want to do first? Will I start at the bottom and work your way up? May as well, because the top was amazing. There's not like a lot to talk about with the top, as much as amazing it was, there's not as much to talk about. But aye, we'll start for the bottom, we'll go with Nalo to start off with. Um, I was quite impressed. Very impressed with Nalo, I thought it was a great performance. He was only second mm-hmm. fighting in the Bellators, I remember. Uh, un- unbeaten. A very good record, so aye, it was really, really good. I think it was just a better fighter than Banks from start to finish, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Deserved his one straight away and... A great knee finish was unbelievable. It was perfect. I mean, he was he was as the commentator said, as um, uh, Goldie said, he was outstanding up. Mm-hmm. He was on his feet, Aye. out cold, he, out cold, just brilliant. What a knockout, brilliant! Uh, it was a good way to finish the a great performance by him, to be honest as well. I really, really solid. Like I don't think he looked he looked comfortable. Didn't look in danger and that. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, really impressed. That's superb, Carl. No, I say to be honest, it was that good. No, it was it was solid. Like there isn't much to say about it because it wasn't exactly as if there was much happening. It was a good defence, and he, he I say he caught him with an absolute belt to the knee. It was like he was patient. He was waiting. You know, he was just waiting for his chance. He's waiting for an opportunity. He was picking his shots really well. His strikes and all that were superb. Comes for a good gym. Comes for the gym that Steve raised at just I now. Didn't, I was going to say I didn't realise he was Canadian. That's was very much Nalo. He's Brazilian for some reason. No, I didn't know he was Canadian. Yeah. I knew he fought at a tri-star. I, I think he's got a Brazilian... I think, so I'm sure I heard something about a Brazilian dad or something. I might be wrong, but... Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, no, but really good performance. Good way to start off the main cards. So then you go into the, the Brown and Ferguson fight, or Slice. Baby Slice. Which was weird, because I thought Baby Slice dominated it. Do you know, I read something, or something, seen something last week, that some people were saying he was the biggest favourite, almost one of the biggest favourites in MMA history. He was like a thousand. And I don't Something know how stupid, they. Yeah. I don't know how the Vegas odds work, but obviously over here they work different. But I think he was yeah, like yeah. a. He was like eleven thousand, eleven hundred and forty-seven favorite, which is massive. That's ridiculous. That's crazy, and he got. To be fair, mate, like I don't know if it's. Flat, I don't know if it's. I don't know an awful lot about it, but it looked to me up with Ferguson that he just seemed to do a lot. But not a lot, do you know what I mean? He was he was moving a lot, he was running a bit a lot, he was kinda scampering a lot, he was trying to do things, but nothing ever looked like he was ever going to do anything major with it. He was never like he, he never he was busy enough, I don't think he was ever really doing any damage. He wasn't doing like a at major one point, damage. At one point I remember watching thinking, right, he's got his arms classed as if he's holding something. But I couldn't see anything that he was holding. But I thought maybe he's doing something if I can see. Aye. And then John McCarthy went John McCarthy literally went, he's not doing anything with that hold. He's literally not doing anything of that old. And I'm like to myself, that shows an experience. Yeah. This guy was a massive favourite to beat Browning. When he's not many MMA fights, has he? It's always... only his third or something like that. But he's come a long way, obviously, but the boy Browning looked good, man. I thought he was decent. After I a wee bit of a wobble at the start. It was a really good finish that he got. Um, I don't know, I thought Baby Slice was a busier fight. It was a better fight in the first round anyway. Took it into the second. Still busy up. I think he just got gassed. His tank was just gone, I think. Oh, I, I was... 
He was totally gone. He was just his cardio out. shocking. Oh, uh, really bad. That could believe it. He just kind of fell apart. Well, that when at the end he basically just kind of tried to roll over and just lie there. It was almost as if right, I'm done. I can't be bothered. I thought uh, we're going to get me out of here. And it was probably right that he got finished. To be fair, but yeah, it was a strange one. But Brown looked decent. I think Ferguson's got something about him. Do you know? There's definitely something there. I just felt as if watching that fight, he was trying to do a lot without really looking dangerous if you know what I mean mm-hmm. he was busy but didn't I didn't ever for one minute think that he was going to was going to finish your fight ah, it didn't look like that yeah. to me it didn't, I didn't at one point look like he, I thought he was going to get him um, but it's a good defence from Browning to stop that and then a, a decent finish a tidy finish for Browning mm-hmm. yeah, really, a decent fight decent enough fight so. can't really grumble no I can't um, then going to Larkin Larkin looked good as well I thought Larkin was superb I, I, I expected more for Pascu, and I don't really think Pascu done anything. I didn't have any of the rounds for Pascu. No, I don't know where the 29, 28 came from. All three judges, but... I know. I thought it was strange, because I didn't have any 10-9s in Pascu's favour. There was, I think, was it the first, the second round was closer, or was it the third? I can't remember which well, round Pascu was. was more aggressive the third. They came out in the third and actually went like, oh, crap, I've lost these first two rounds. So I maybe, need to do something. Maybe that's what they thought, but I thought... I had I had Larkin on three three rounds. I had Larkin ahead on all three rounds. My card. I played Larkin as well. Three rounds. I thought it was a very top. I don't really know what, what to think about this. Now they kept saying it that we discussed last week. We said this, you said it was a question for Bellator. What's an alternate bout? And Goldie and Big Big J didn't really talk about it much. They said he's now the alternate. I'm like, well, you still haven't explained to us what that is. Now I guess obviously being an alternate basically means, as I said to you last week, if. Uh, your man McDonald goes to fight Fitch and it's a he's out or he gets injured then your man steps in I'd imagine that's all I could see it is that not dangerous for Larkin because that means Larkin then has to be on fight readiness until the end of the Bellator sorry the Grand Prix I know but you know some fighters aren't but I presume he'll be getting paid for it. I presume he'll be getting some, you, some sort of tenor, basically. Always getting some sort of I think of it money. is quite good that they've got an alternate just in case anything happens, it obviously. Happen. It has yeah. to happen. It's good because you do get guys that will drop out Especially for whatever Especially with a tournament format. You can't just, all right, okay, wait six months till he's back. Yeah. You've got to have somebody to replace him. There and then. Because I think, um, I think we are talking about McDonald getting back there in come January, I think. I thought it would be January for these next thing. So... He's not a long. He's not a long time ago. So somebody's out for four or five months. It's quick. It's quick turnaround. Yeah. So you've got to make sure somebody's there to replace him. To be fair, I'd like to see him get involved. Like I like what he said at the end when Big John asked him, like, "Who do you want to fight?" And he said, "Whoever's in the final." I like that because that's confidence, mm-hmm. and that would be interesting to see. I think Larkin looked really good. It'd be interesting to see the rest of the the the, the Grand Prix and mm-hmm. see. Obviously, we know. Doogie Lima looked amazing. Yeah, he looks so. Who would have won Lima and Larkin based on the very good fight? I'd like to watch it. It would be a good fight. Well, that's that's another thing that Goldie was saying. Like, would he want that one back? Because Lima beat him. Mm -hmm. So, we would want that one back if he had the chance to fight Lima. He's actually not got a great record in Bellator. I think he's only won, I think that was only second one out of his four or five fights he's actually had in Bellator. But he looked good to me. That's the first time I've seen him. I like his uppercut and the one leg. Mm. Where he's just grabbing the leg, just kind of dancing along, he just somehow hits him an absolute belt to an uppercut. Because you're thinking to, you're thinking to well, as he said, you're thinking that's it done, but somehow Pascu managed to sweep the leg after the uppercut. Mm. Like, the uppercut was an absolute bomb. He absolutely cracked him and <laughs> Pascu still managed to swipe him. I think that's the only thing that saved Pascu in that from, yeah. that, from that ending because Pascal went down he was he got knocked down yeah, but he just grabbed and it 
and he just happened to, you know, get Larkin down. It just gave him those couple of seconds before Larkin started to attack him, you know. But no, yeah, I was was quite impressed. Very impressed with Larkin. Yeah, very good performance. But all about all about all it's really at the moment. The ones that are running their fights, I've seen performing really well. So they've got something to fight for, haven't they? So. It's um, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good Grand Prix the rest of it because well, that's the that's, great there's fights. still three fights left in the first round, is there not? Huh? Only had Douglas Lee man. Uh, the, the Russian boy that was the first yeah, one yeah. and you've got the alternates you've got, you've got McDonald and Fitch you've got <laughs> Paul Daly and MVP <laughs> can't wait and then you've got the other one which is um, Nyman Gracie and I can't, I can't remember his name I can't remember, can't remember his name Ed Rule or something like his name is something like, something like that anyway but yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it it'll be a really good really good grumpy I mm-hmm. will be I'm looking forward to this really so. we'll see what about um Kartonov or Karitonov. Kar- Karitonov. Well done, well done. You're getting better with the names, my man. Against Big Country. One thing. Straight away, the legal knees. One Are thing. Me. Well, one thing. Nelson's got a chin. Oh, by I the know way. that, but. but. Come on. We knew Nelson had a chin, but wow. I mean, that shot, it's like a hit, it was unbelievable. Aye, the legal knee. I, I would love to know, right? Also, the definitions what? of the rules, right? The definition of a legal knee is a opponent's grounded. Nelson was clearly grounded. The first one was close. I don't think I don't agree no. with Nelson that the first one was a legal knee. But my question is, how can that be unintentional? I had a look, I had a look at the rules, right? I looked at the rules because I was confused with it because I didn't realise this part of the rule had changed. Okay. Um, previously, if you're on two feet, your bottoms your feet hitting touching the floor and fingertips touching the ground, uh-huh. you were grounded. Right. But now they've changed it because there's got to be palms on the ground plus a, 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 and your knee, I think, or something like that. Got to be on a knee. So you've got to be on a knee or I think your palms have got to be touching the ground. So basically, if you're kind of, I don't know, some sort of crawler on the ground with your palms on the ground, then your class is ground. If you've got, palm, if you got the palms down or a knee down, you're grounded. Aye. Aye. As long like, as there's something touching yeah. the ground that shouldn't normally touch the ground. Just, just fingertips because I think it happened Cause while back in UFC. You had his it? fist down. Does that count? I don't know. He's, he was That's when you're like, but back to my point. How how is that not intentional? The second one, the only way I can see it wasn't intentional because originally wasn't grounded. So maybe he has not noticed him going down. Because he's he's, he's he's over the top. He's also yeah, still standing in the same position. It's a hard one because you've got to judge. The referee's got to judge whether that's unintentional. It's, it's so me, hard it's, to judge. He's, He's trying to either guy, but I, I mean that one was so blatant. I, I, I find it hard to believe that that wasn't intentional. You see some that are accidental. You see some like that, I, but I didn't think they were that hard. No, they weren't that hard. But I thought Nelson's reaction was a bit of an overreaction. That was the footballer stuff. That's that was, I thought. That I like, thought it was like that was like a Portuguese footballer. He's going to make this look worse yeah. than it actually was, so that something more happens. Yeah, and it was like, oh, really? Is this what you're? Yeah, that's what you. That's what um, MMA is about now. Yeah, surely uh, not. You don't want guys who fight for a living to be rolling about on the floor. No, complaining don't. about being injured. I mean, come on, you fight for a living, mate, uh, and you've got the best chin of anybody ever ever seen. He took one knee to the head or two knees to the head. Took and he two to ro- the head. He was sure, rolling but about. That he was by, but look at what he took after that, and he still stood up. Well, so that's my like, point. He stood up. He looked a bit shaky, but I didn't know if it was more of an act or if he was actually shaking. Yeah, because it still lasted another like three minutes. Mm. Well, three minutes of absolute bombs happening in my face. One second to go again. 
four minutes and fifteen. To be fair, but he was out. Oh, he was, he was done. He was out of the game. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was definitely over hundred percent. Even if it had, even if the buzzer had went, I think the knees and the uppercuts that he was hitting uh, were unvalued. They were just heavy. Heavy, he's a big, heavy shot. I was surprised by Caratona. He was, he's a big lad. I was impressed. I, I didn't think it's hard. It's hard to know, mate. It's hard to know. Some of these Russians, they came in the the American side of things a lot more. They go in back, maybe they go and fight their own things. Maybe miss it six months to a year. You don't. It's very hard to keep a track of them unless you're really invested in one of these fighters. It's kind of like Fedor. Yeah. There's a lot there's a big debate going on just now that is Fedor the greatest of all time heavyweight. Now for me, probably yes. No, we'll get the, to that when we talk about it. But Julia. it's just like you no know, people don't seem to know that much about him. I don't personally know a lot about him because he's been around for a long time, but I know what you're saying, like don't know much about Kar- Karatonov, but he, he schooled Nelson. Oh, I mean Nelson finished. I don't think Nelson Nelson's been finished for years. Nelson just people like Nelson because he swings. That overhand he swings right and he's like, got Gold, a great Goldie was like, Oh, that overhand right is so impressive. I'm like, mate, he's ducking his head and he's just swinging his arm. Like I'm he's not saying he's an old school fighter, that's all He's like a Derek Lewis. Ah, he's I'd love to see him fight, that'd be great. <laughs> Again. They must have fought at some point. Surely. Yeah, but it was impressed by Karatonov. I don't know what's next for Nelson. I say he's probably still got one more fight left on his deal with Bellator. Mm-hmm. God knows what he does with that, but we'll find out soon enough, no doubt. And see if Karatonov can maybe, I don't know what, what's next for Karatonov, maybe Congo, maybe? Maybe that would be a bad show, actually. Something like that, maybe. That wouldn't be a bad show, I complain about that, I don't think so. Yeah, could go with that. So, main event, semi-final, number one of the heavyweight Grand Prix, Ryan Darth Bader. Versus Matt Matreon. Wow. Uh, I mean, wow, just wow. Like, I know it's not your kind of fight. Right? Well, I was, I was both senseless. But I mean, I can appreciate the utter, utter skill involved. I can't actually. Uh, I still struggle to comprehend that Matt Matt Matreon didn't even look as if his head was in the game at all. No, like at all. I, I just think he was completely and utterly overwhelmed. I don't think he expected that for Bader. We know Bader's got a good wrestling, but surely a man of his size was it 40 pounds a different. Yeah, but are you going to stand and trade with Matt Matron? No, no of chance. Sure not. If That's... you know his wrestling's really weak and your wrestling's really good, you're never, ever, ever going to stand and trade with him. No. Bader did exactly what Bader needs to do. I think it's one of these fights, you and I talked about it the other day there, and we basically said that all of Bader's strengths are exactly carbon copy of all of Mitrion's weaknesses, and when you get two fighters like that, then that's what's going to happen. Well, Khabib McGregor, really? Well, no, 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 because not all of Khabib's strengths, no, because McGregor's got good defence for takedown, he's a relatively good wrestler, but Matt Mitrion didn't even know, like, he looked like he knew what to do. No, he didn't have a clue, but then he said, I heard some before the fight, saying he'd, like seven every ten sessions or something like that, or wrestling, or how to get back up. Well, maybe we should go do eight out of ten next time. Yeah, that. I mean, that was no a... offence to Matt McJohn, he's a good fighter, he's a big laddie, but I mean, he got schooled. He got he absolutely probably... schooled. It was a masterclass by Ryan battered. Bader. I mean, I think I may have a new favourite fighter, I absolutely love Ryan Bader, I mean, that was amazing. So calm, so collected, and just, I mean, looking at your notes here, right? You've, we've read through these four fights and you've got like three or four sentences for everyone. I know you've wrote for Bader Matron is unbelievable. What a performance. Next champion, two-time champ. That's it. Nothing else. No, right there. <laughs> it's just great because there was nothing else to say. It was schooled. I mean, also, 
the most one-sided fight I've seen on a scorecard, I think a three-round fight, like ever. I don't think ever. Well, 30 30-24, 30-25. 30-24. Yeah. I had it three tenets, to be honest. Well, you can't really say it wasn't, because the... I well, two judges did. Well, that's true. I don't know what they were watching not to see the 24, but... I mean... Hang on, see, like, I'd, I'd seen the results before I watched it, because obviously in the UK we have to watch it on catch-up, as probably most of you know, guys, but I watched I seen the results, and I didn't even clock the scores. I no, seen unanimous I really decision, think, I, think I seen scores. unanimous decision, I thought, right, okay, fair enough, watch it. And then when I went back after watching it and went, wow, that, that was a 30-24, I shouldn't have known this was coming, so I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know that was that performance was coming. All I knew was yeah. that it went it went to decision. I knew that, and I knew it was unanimous for Bader, but I didn't really quite take into account how dominating that was. I don't think I've honestly seen MD get dominated more. It was no, I don't think so. I don't think I'll ever see MD get dominated. It more. was something special, and it was a privilege to watch. If I'm honest, there was only one score that I could find anywhere in history mm-hmm. that was worse than a thirty twenty four. Right, that was a thirty twenty three. When. Between Forrest Pets and Sammy Morgan. Right. He drops, Pets drops Sammy Morgan five times. One of their cards is 30 23. Right. That's mental. 30 23. Just completely and utterly out dominated him. I've not seen it. UFC Fight Night 6, August 2006, almost well, 12 years ago. That was a long, long time ago, but that was only 30 23 that I could ever Don't get find. 10 7s anymore, really. There's no, I don't understand why. I don't know what a 10 7 would be. Right, I found another one that was a 50-42. But you, technically you could get a 50-40, so... I could get a 50-40, You could yeah. actually get a 50-40. I don't think a 50-40... George St. Pierre. That's two George yeah. St. Pierre's. Yeah. Uh, one against our man, Dan. Mango oh, George no. Fitch, Mando Dan Hardy. Yeah, there's a, there's a few... Th- couple of 30 24 couple of 50s. But aye, they were the kind of two biggest differences that I could find. I unbelievable. Even... 50 minutes of just absolute expertise in what to do when you have to do it. Um, Ryan Bader's a badass wrestler. I mean, I know we, we kind of got it listed to talk about it later, but uh, maybe we should talk about it now. Bader and DC would be well, a two fight for cha- the ages. 2 weight champion against 2 weight champion. Yep. Do a cross deal. Do a cross deal. UFC versus Bellator. Even do a UFC versus Bellator card. Mm-hmm. Sensibly done. Do it properly. Market it right. But Bader versus was- DC... I that read, would just be a wrestling match. That wouldn't be mixed. That wouldn't be MMA. No. Well, I read, I read something online a while back about a cross promotion thing. It would take you back to the days of WD, WWE and WCW. Which, to be the honest. Monday Night Wars. Ah, I loved every single minute of that. Yeah. And was brilliant. When you're a kid, you could do love stuff like that, especially yeah, back in the but day. But I don't. When it was I, so good. I think it'd be good to see it. I don't know. Obviously, UFC have a lot more fighters, standards a lot higher at certain levels. Maybe the top three or four fighters in each division maybe could go head to head, but below that you've obviously got to think that. Yeah, well, you do you do a couple of big fights. You know, you, there's easily you could easily make fights. I think across the there's good fights. Good I think fights. Events will have to come in because Bellator's only getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And UFC, according to Gear Masasi, is falling away the yes. way But right, okay. Well, let's move on a bit. Let's move on to two hundred eight, um, and we'll have a wee chat about the forms two eight. Now, I haven't seen two eight because it's not available in the UK on UK Telly. Um, I've seen the finish of the main event. You have you seen it? I watched two it last night. Um, again, decent card. So good fights on it. Um, started bottom look at Corrales. Main main was making. I think it was his debut. I think it was his debut. But Corrales was just a better fighter. 
both good strikers, but Carrara's just better. Put the shots well. Both tagged each other at times, to be fair. A few rockers on each side. Mm-hmm. But Carrara's was just getting better and better as the fight went on. Start to finish, you just you just getting better, better, better constantly. Um, a great knockout at the end. It was, it was literally a one-punch knockout. He was out before he even hit the ground. I think he'd maybe one or two punches when he was on the ground. I think the referee maybe should have stopped it quicker. You've got to do what you've got to do to finish. If you think it's not finished, and he just yeah. they looked out of the game and says before he even hit the ground to me. Yeah. That was that was a decent fight. It wasn't kind of anything spectacular. It was decent enough. Next you get Tokov versus Shlomenko. Yeah. Um, Shlomenko loves his spinning techniques. Basically, he's got loads of kicks and elbows and stuff like that. But Tokov was the top of him and basically never gave him the space to ever use anything like that. Mm. It was over pretty sharp because as soon as Shemenko didn't have his space, I would say it was just Tokov dominating the fight. At least a decent prospect of the future. I think he's done quite well in the past and the other promotions he's been in. So don't see any reason why maybe he couldn't go on and get more involved in that um, that division, that middleweight division. So mm-hmm. we really look forward to seeing him in the future. Big Congo. Big Congo and his knockout next. That was absolutely sensational. I seen I seen we kind of snippets on Twitter of um his um knockout of Tim Jones. It looked a bit nasty. That was nasty. It was a nasty. nasty what I seen he was kind of kneeing him on the ground, which I thought wasn't allowed, but but they were both on the ground. It was hard to say. He just absolutely pounded him as soon as on the ground. I think there was there was maybe the odd knee in there, but I don't think it was anything. Congo's a big guy. He's a huge guy. He's also quite old. He is. Well, that goes back to the thing of. Should have been in the heavyweight tournament, maybe? Because well, the, the did heavyweight tournament wasn't exactly full of young guys, do you know what I mean? It's not as if... It's only better. So, I don't see why not he couldn't have been in it. I think mm. in a performance like that, he really should have been in it. Because a couple of the... One or two of the guys were in that heavyweight tournament, maybe would have got absolutely battered by Mr. Congo. I'd like to have seen King Mo against... Yeah, something like that. Shade Congo would have been yeah. quite good. I don't see any reason why he shouldn't have been in there. I think he should have been in there myself. Um, I think he proved that with that just completely and utter domination mm-hmm. for the first but two minutes of our line. It was a couple of minutes, I think, if you're lucky. Right. So it was over pretty quickly, so that was a decent performance. Henderson. That's just quite one sided. I looked at the scores for this. That was 230 26s. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a performance for the boy. He absolutely dominated. I, would, I, would just, I don't actually know if he'd done anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, done nothing. It was a fast period of fight, had some great leg kicks, some good punches, just kept going, good grappling at times, he got a tries for submissions but he couldn't quite pull them off, but he just dominated him, absolutely dominated him from start to finish, there was, Alad really wasn't in the fight, I expected a wee bit more for that fight, I thought Alad would have done a lot better, but he just never, never at all was involved in the fight at any point. Main, main event, Big Fedor, the big man himself, just classic, just absolute. That's what he's always done, and he'll maybe never change. Obviously, he's forty-two now, so I knocked him out. Just, just, just mango, mango, brilliant. Love that man. Yeah, drink Vader beats Bader. Now you are asking. I really don't know to be honest. After Bader's performance against a heavier, bigger guy, then maybe I would still stick with Bader. If Bader gets Vader on the ground, Bader wins. Mm-hmm. If he's on the feet, I think Vader wins. Bread Vader. He's coming more into his strike game recently. Not recently, I mean like the last five, six years. But in the early days, he was a very good wrestler. Sambo. He's a Sambo wrestler. So it's not as if he's never going to lose that. That's something that he's... He's a former paratrooper. He's huge. Do you think Sonnen uh, Sonnen struggles at that weight? Yeah, he looked awful heavy to me. 
Mars goes to Jean Grey, he looks small because Fedor's a big yeah, guy. Yeah, but he looks heavy for his height. But he has a, he has a middleweight. Oh, that's true. Big step up. Big, big step up. Fair play, he took some punishment. Mm. Fedor had him with some absolute bombs, but then it will be quickly. He took his time eventually. He got him out of there. No, decent fight, decent main, main event. I think 207 was a better card than 208. I didn't enjoy 208 as much. I don't mm. know why, but. I thought 207, I didn't see 208, so I can't really comment on it, but um, 207 was good for me. But overall, like a good weekend, a good solid MMA. Nice. Two, two, two main, cards, two big main event cards. Aye, it was really good. Um, yeah, that's good. I enjoyed it. No complaints about either thing, but 207 was definitely a better event of the two of them, to be honest. But cool. Decent. Okay, we'll move on a wee bit. Um, that's a roundup or a review of Bellator for the weekend. So let's do a wee preview of what's coming up this weekend. There's no UFC and there's no Bellator. So what we have in the UK, if we have any non-UK listeners, we have Cage Warriors 98 this weekend. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this because there's, there's three Scottish boys on it. Three Scottish. So let's talk about um, Malone first. Malone's won his last four fights. Right, not a better run. Very, very good run. And he's all won by different decisions, um, or different ways of winning. Good knockout, good decision of victories with a ground and pound, and he's a submission as well in there. Mm. So, he can pretty much do everything. He's a very well-rounded fighter. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be really good to see him. The only one I would th- think say is about Arma Singh. Arma Singh. Arma Singh. Arma His one-punch knockout power is unbelievable. So Malone's got to work out for it. He's got to watch out for that. Um, he's a good submission artist, Malone, so I can maybe try and see him try to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Try to get him. Maybe try and get him down. You've got to try and get him down and take him away for that punching power. Cause Emerson's kind of relatively new to it, but is he not? Yeah, well, he's 2 0, so I think he's only his third professional fight. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple of his amateur fights, and he was just mauling guys, just absolutely mauling them. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. I think that'll be a decent fight as well. That's, I think that's in there. The pre, they call it prelims, the pre event. I don't know, I'm not sure. I can't remember, can't remember what they call it. Mine is prelims. Is it just they, prelims? They've they had the away UFC, oh, so imagine they follow it. Yeah, it's on the kind of prelims. So, well, maybe not. Well, maybe not talk about all this card, guys. We're a Scottish MMA podcast, so we are going to do a wee bit of in depth into the two guys who are fighting on the main card that are from Scotland. So, we'll start with Paul. The locomotive McBain, who is fighting in the first round of the featherweight Grand Prix or Grand Prix, sorry, we're not American, against Aiden Lee. Um, the other fight in that Grand Prix, just for interest, is Dean Truman against Lewis Monarch. Now, I've never seen Paul McBain fight, but I am so looking forward to this. Paul f- is six and zero, um, kind of generic three knockouts, a decision, two subs, so he's he's kind of well rounded. But yeah, I'm, I'm so so looking forward to this. Like, like unbelievable. It should be a really good, uh, really good fight. Um, I think it'll be a close fight. I think it will be. Both guys are pretty, are pretty good to be fair. But you don't go six and zero. No, you don't. You go six and zero without having something in your game. And I looked at his record. The guys he fought, all of them had higher win ratios than losses. So the more wins than losses. Mm-hmm. It's not as if he's fighting guys that are one and three or yeah, four and five. He fought guys, I think the closest one was a guy who was six and four. So he's fighting guys who are I have a decent level. Exactly. He, exactly. Um I've watched I watched a couple of fights for that boy Lee and he looks decent. Um I would say 
like Ben looks a better fighter for what I've seen watching different bits and pieces here and there. He's better to get a dog. He's a good. Like Ben's quite tall for the featherweight. Dude, he's only like six foot or something. Like he's quite. Like, I think he's quite lanky and rangy. Yeah, isn't he? but um, he can use that. He can, he's used that. He's a really good striker. He's used that a couple of times, obviously, with his two submissions. Which having long arms and stuff like that really helps. Wrap them around, guys. Yeah. It really, really helps him when it comes to that. So, really looking forward to it. I'm a cracking fight, as I say. So, it'll be good to see him fight. I, I think it's his second fight with Cage Warriors. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be good to see him get another shot. And if it gets him closer to that final, that'd be great when we can look at him again later on in the year. Because it's slated for 100. So, which is in December, which is quite quick. That's quite 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 a quick turnaround. But I'd there. imagine they probably want the guys to to fight and just you know do it. Cage Warriors lose a lot of fighters, so you don't even want to take that. You want to get things done and over and done with. When I Google, when I was looking at it today, I was doing my research today. There was an article that Paul McBain was basically asked. Or sorry, the newspaper in question were basically using the fact that McGregor used to hold that belt as a way to boost the story. And they've also tried to ask him about it, and he says, I'm really not that interested to be honest, I'm doing this for me. I'm not interested in the world about for me. Which is good, because I don't want well, them to get all down on that. The, the, the newspaper have decided to use that to try and sell the newspapers. They always do that, that's yeah. what they always do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Um, we could look at the rest of the card, but I don't think we will. No, I think we'll just kind of close to it. Can ref- we can do a review of it next week. We'll watch it all. We'll do a review of every, of every fight. We'll not preview every fight. But we're definitely going to look at the main event. And Ross the Hitman Houston. Now I think I'm more excited for this. This is going to be amazing. This is two really good fighters. Very good fighters. Like Stefano Paterno. He basically just came over in July and won this title. Never fought with Cage Wars before. Came over, had a title shot, won it. He did, good, done. He did have a good record in that. Oh, he's got a great record. Aye, he's got a cracking record. He's some fighter. But this is going to be great. Ross Houston fights out of Inverness. Ross is 7-0 and as a pro. Um, never knocked him down. Yeah, but he doesn't look like that to me when I watched a couple of his pieces. He's not the... doesn't look the strongest. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's in East Jiu-Jitsu. He does, he's got a separate... He fights out of two teams. So he fights at SPG and MRS, but he also fights with Jiu-Jitsu Misfits. So he does his Jiu-Jitsu separately. So I don't know if that may be something he specialises in. He's, well, he's a, he, has a, he has a submission specialist. Now. That seems to be his... He's been gaming. I've watched him. He's striking. He's actually really good striking, and he's quick head movement. He's got quick good feet movement as well. Mm-hmm. But he's just not the biggest puncher. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think with this one, I think Patel's a very dangerous guy. Very dangerous guy. Um, he's got really good strength, really good punching power. Um, he likes to finish his fights. Won five of his last seven wins by knockout. So mm-hmm. he's got that in his game. I think Houston's best way to win this could be to try and take it to decision. Obviously, you're never going to go out and deliberately take a fight decision. You want to go out and win the fight. You want, you definitely want to go out and win the fight, but I mean, if you can win it whatever way, you have to win it. Well, you need to do it whatever way it has to be done. Definitely. But I think I'm looking forward to this. Like I said, it's a dangerous fight for Houston, but he's definitely got a good chance of actually going out and winning the fight. Mm. You don't go 7-0 and for any reason, do you know what I mean? He's had, he's had four fights in Cage Warriors already, so yeah, he's won every one. He's fought he's... Aaron Khalid twice and beat him twice, so... Yeah, he's he's fought um he fought he said his first Cage Warriors fight in in oh, June twenty sixteen. He went away and then came back and he's fought as you say what's his fourth fight? No, his fifth. This will be his fifth fight. Fifth in the Cage Warriors. No, mm-hmm. he's six actually. Sorry, he's had four straight and he'd won back in six. So this is his, this is his sixth fight. Most of his professional career has been spent in Cage Warriors. So this is a big step for him. 
does one in this belt put him on a world stage? Does this get him the, the jump to the UFC or to Bellator? Is this what happens next? Maybe eventually. Does he have to, as you say, you're not a real champ until you defend it, so does he have to defend it first? I would say so. I think, I, I like somebody to defend their titles, do you know what I mean? That's what's, I don't, I can't, I just I think somebody's got to defend their title before they're a champion. He's still young enough, I think, to have another couple of fights and yeah, go for it through there. Go for it from there. He's, there's no point in flinging yourself into maybe a stage too much, too early. Mm. But then 8-0, if, 8-0, with a belt, you know, he's fighting at a cage where it's a good level. It's not as if he's a two-fighting cage where well, yeah, there's no I mean? reason why maybe he could take that step. I just, I think experience is everything when you go up to this, a certain level. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Again, he had the similar record with the guys he's fought. Um, other than like the first two fights, all the guys he fought had better win ratios than loss ratios. So, again, he's fighting good guys. It's not as if he's he's fighting guys that just, you know, aren't really that very good. But well, that's three fighters on this car, three Scottish fighters, that makes me quite excited for Scottish MMA go forward. Oh, yeah. They all look very, very good. So, I'm really looking forward to watching that Saturday night and try and catch it. There's some very, very good gyms, you know, in this country. You know, and they don't get like your SPGs, your Spartans, and Aberdeen. These are good. These are good. You know, gyms and no, without doubt, people all talk about oh, the home of MMA and Britain's Liverpool and all that, and next gen and all that. That's cool, man. I'm not got an issue with that. But we have good fighters here. We've got three in the UFC, so we must have good fighters. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So we're not in big nation, are we? We're not exactly not in big in MMA terms, anyway. No, but but yeah, I'm really looking forward to Cage Wars this weekend. Catch it if you can, guys. It's on BT Sport. Um, if you've got it, watch it, please do, and enjoy it. Let us know what you think. Hit us a message. If it's your first opportunity to watch British uh, MMA, then definitely do it. Like hundred percent, it's so worth a watch. The standard is really, really good in Cage Worlds. It's run really well. You probably get to see Dan Hardy. Sometimes you get to see Darren Till, depending if he's home. They normally get quite good guys on in terms of their analysts and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. Get on board and watch it. As I say, it starts. At, I think this starts at nine o'clock on BT Sport, and the, the prelims are on UFC Fight Pass as well. If you've got that, so catch it definitely. Okay, let's move on again. Um, and to MMA news. Dun, dun, dun. Well, it's I mean, it's like a full page worth tonight. Uh, quite a lot of news. For so us. we it's have to busy, offer. Busy. We have to offer a retraction on our second retraction, but then that actually states what we told the first time. Is that correct? With regards to Shevchenko. Yes. We, so we, we offered a retraction last week to take back what we said about Sheva and JJ. That we were right. Then that we were them. wrong, obviously, because they've made Eubanks. But then they've now scrapped Eubanks and they're now going with Joanna versus JJ. Sorry, Joanna versus Sheva for 2 3 2 3 1. Yeah. Yay! I'm so buzzing. <laughs> but I can't, that is. I'm so buzzing. I'm so buzzing. Yeah, I mean, like, wow. Toronto, you're spoiled. That's all I will say. Yeah. It's just great. Like the, the, looking at the list of stuff we've got to talk about, just now the list of fights. I kind of just want to run through all fights, then we talk about them. But I don't worry because I want to talk about them first. But mm. this is the fight we called, I think on a very, either a first or a second episode, we called it. This is what JJ should have done when she could beat. And this is exactly what's happening. It's going to be a great fight. Sadly, for me, I think she ever gets it. Um, yeah, I'm a so massive well. JJ fan. I love Joanna. I think she's brilliant. She's cheeky. She's a bit arrogant. I don't normally like arrogant, but she's just nasty. She's just plain damn right, damn right nasty. Um, but she, they've fought three times at kickboxing. 
and <laughs> she ever scolded her three times. Yeah, so that's so. And what Joanna does in MMA fights, kickboxing, my tie. So uh, it'll be good to see Joanna at one two five, but it'll be yeah. good to see that wee bit of extra weight on her. She'll maybe look a wee bit healthier as such. I think, which will be good. Um, I think she'd always look very, very thin mm-hmm. at one one five. I don't think maybe it's suited. Well, we said that before. Very gone. You watch it against Rose. Rose looks a lot healthier at that mm-hmm. weight than you are. So maybe you are not bulk up, and maybe it will be a problem. Maybe for maybe we'll help her more. Maybe the power um, will help her more. I can't wait. I'll I probably can't wait. I'll be a great fight. It'll be an absolutely superb fight. So I'm really looking forward to that. You want to stay on a UFC fight announcement, or do you want to talk about the anything else first? Well, we'll talk about why JJ and Sheva's back on. Okay. Because DC and is, is DC and Lewis is on. So that's another attraction we have to offer because we said DC would not defend that. Belt. In fact, I, don't, I, don't I, listened, I listened to last week's episode, right? And we said, right, we were saying, what's next for Lewis? Heavyweight title. And we went, nah, you'll never fight for it. And then literally within three days, mate, they'd announced DC versus Lewis. Uh, I mean, I, come on, man. Like, it was just, I could have, I wanted the ground to swallow him up. Like, we literally put that in a pocket saying, Lewis will never fight for the belt. <laughs> and he's fighting for it in well, three, like, four weeks, mate. Yeah, but, like, I, I looked at the suspensions from um, 2 2 He's still free bandies for the 6th of November. Not allowed any contact at the 20th of October. I didn't really got banned. Every fighter gets a period of suspension because of obviously health reasons. Uh-huh. I didn't realise, but uh, they must have. They must be doing something about that. They must be. They're um, going to have to because two thirty is like the third of November. Mm-hmm. So partly can't fight to the sixth, but he's allowed to fight in the third. Yeah, I was a bit confused with that. I just but I seen all the listings. So I was looking at the listings last thing because I think there's a couple of guys out till maybe next April and stuff like that. There's, I think Perez is out till I think April next year. Oh, I mean, come on. I obviously, he's, I know, but I'm just saying. He's got a mango, mango tanned. I just, I don't understand how the suspension works or doesn't, obviously, what there is. Obviously, it's up to it. It's a doctor's discretion straight away, isn't it? So, well, let's talk about the fight. I mean, come on. DC versus Lewis for the heavyweight belt. I mean. Do we have to, exam? DC, you just got to walk out of <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> yeah, but then, just, if we have it and it's done, is that the end of DL? Is that the end of Derek Lewis? Where does Derek Lewis go after he gets beat by DC? Well, nowhere because the next person logically fight would be Steepy, but Steepy will fight DC next. I just, I just think it's the only thing I would say is Cormier wasn't planning on fighting this year, mm-hmm. so he's only got four weeks to be ready for this fight. Okay, so does that maybe give Derek Lewis a chance? Because DC, we know DC walks about quite heavy. What about? Is it be theory for you, right? What about? Did the UFC always plan to have DC defend that belt at 2.30, right? And the winner of Volkov, Lewis, was getting the shot anyway. And they've kept it so quiet that it's all become a bit of a surprise. No, because then you would have been messing somebody like you, Banks Jr. about, which is what they did. Yeah, but, but again, was that official? Aye. Was posters out for that? They made up a poster for it? That's, that, it says there's a poster for something, that's official. It cracks me up, man. Like It really does, like, Retractions all over the place here, man. We're offering them everywhere. I, I, like, how disorganised is the UFC at the, at the kind of higher stages? Do you know what I mean? You know what's cheeky? What? I've <laughs> actually kept. I remember seeing this and I forgot to say it to you. They've kept Sijara Eubanks on the 230 card. They, they put her on the pre 
they gave really the six months to be ready and then absolutely hammered her anyway so they put her as the main event for the belt and they put her in the pre-prelims I mean it's, it's a bit crap and I get it I understand that I can understand why she's absolutely raging right now yeah 100% she's been let's say bent over backwards but you know what I mean it's just the whole thing's a bit of a shambles don't get me wrong there's some great fights coming up oh some really good fights Um but let's let's run through the rest of them. So what else did we have we'll announced? Talk, we'll, we'll just before we think he finds two thirty, we obviously Pori Diaz off two thirty. Yeah, which is a big disappointment. I would have really wanted to see that. That was that was up there possibly for fight of the year. Uh, potentially, potentially fight of the year. So I'm really disappointed that's not happening. Um, also, that disappointed in Diaz because Diaz is basically just dumbing him in. I'm not fighting Pori. I'm not fighting him, did I? Yeah. I would still like to have seen him in the ring. Still want to see him in that octagon thing. Yeah. There's a few offers as well, that's the thing. There's no bad people offer to offer to Forbes. It'll be great watching him for Gagey. That'd be war. That would be war. That'd be war. That'd be really good. Disappointed, as I said, as we said, we'd love to have seen that fight. That would have been really, really good to, to see, I think. To see them I fight. It would have been absolute war. It would have been a, been brilliant to see they two go head to head. I don't know, I'm not sure if it's the cool main event on the 230 card now. I don't know if we've pushed... The Rockhold fight up and just made that. Yeah, they made that because I've seen the poster, the or I've seen a fake poster by Rockhold Weidman or Weidman's the the, the kind of just made that co-main. co-main now. Yeah, well that's fair enough. But it was a weird, weird, weird thing. Two thirty went for two fights at the top. Till a week later, the two fights were completely scrapped after Kerd, and then our two fights are doing taking their place. So it's absolutely crazy, man. With four weeks to go, it's just it's a bit ridiculous. But here, that's. That's the way UFC is at the moment. There's been a lot of injuries kind of to the top, top end guys. So, but we're getting good fights. We're getting good fights with it now. But should we talk about? You want to talk about the biggest fight announcement there's been? The man's back. Oh man, oh man! I'm so excited. It's unbelievable. Like I'm like, that's what you shot me. Like this is unreal. This the first fight of this was what got me into MMA. Watching that is why I love Gustafson as well. Gustafson got schooled. No, no, I didn't get schooled. He got beat fair and square by Bones. So you would think I'd be a Bones fan because normally when you watch something for the first time, you always root for the guy that won. But yeah, for that's me, harm, I've always been a massive Gustafson fan, and I cannot wait to see him back. In fact, you say the big man's back. Which one are you talking about? Because they're both back. Well, that's true. Gustafson has no fault for a while, so as well, so. I can't wait. Like, Probably. Genuinely can't wait. Um, oh, I don't why I can't call that. I'd love to say Gustafson beats him, but you don't know what you're getting with John Jones. You no, don't know you what don't. you're getting. Gustafson's a good fighter in his own right, and he probably deserves the, sh- the chance to fight it. But, I mean, oh. <laughs> I can't wait. And it's like just before New Year's Eve. Well, it's all. They've got, obviously, um, Cyborg versus... Nunez. Nunez. I thought that was the main event. Yeah, well, Champ Champ. Champ Champ. So that probably the main event. I don't think it is. No, I think it is. I think I looked at 2 3 2 and uh, John Jones is at the top. Gustav and John Jones is the main event. It is the main event. Sorry. That is it, because that's a light heavyweight so show. Are you, are you a bit peeved if you're Nunez and Cyborg? Because at the end of the day, that, you, that fight's been announced for months. That has been months. And that's been the main event for months. And all of a sudden, Big JJ is back. So you're going to make John Jones is back, and you're going to you could possibly make a champ, champ, double champ, and a man that he knew, and then you're just going to kind of brush that off to the side of the stage and go and better spring out the other two guys and let them fight, fighting for a belt that isn't actually vacant either. Technically, right? Do you know what I mean? It's a bit weird. That would be I I can understand maybe why you think that's another thing with, with with DC potentially in 
four weeks, five, no, not four weeks, say eight weeks, he could go from being champ champ to nothing. No champ. No champ. A chump. If he beats Lewis, is he going to be absolutely fuming? Because the belt's coming off him anyway. Apparently, as soon as that. I fight, think I don't think he would have fought for light heavyweight again anyway. I think it's a matter of time. And obviously, he never came out officially and said that it was taken off him or he was dropped, not or anything like that. So yeah. UFC have just went and made a, a heavyweight championship bout anyway, light heavyweight championship bout anyway. But yeah. no, we're looking forward to that. Some crack fights coming over November and December. You've got obviously two two pay per views in December. But should be good Toronto and then two three two right at the end. So mm-hmm. two three one will be I help that that's definitely off a card of the year at the moment for me, I think. If you look at it when you've got um, Ortega <laughs> Holloway at the top of that card and you've got JJ and Sheva Honestly man, it can be a great month for me. Because if Ortega smashes Holloway and Gustafson smashes Jones, my top two guys, my top two favourite mm-hmm. fighters could be hot and belts. Well, that's true. And like yeah, that would be amazing, mate. That would be it could be a good month for me. The first episode of this podcast in January is, could potentially be great for me. I might even bring in like party poppers and balloons and shit. <laughs> it's a bit much, but it's a celebration. Well, listen, I'm celebrating, I'm celebrating. Um, oh my word. Well, there's some daft news going about this whole 50 Cent Khabib thing. I didn't even really want to talk about it. I noted it on my notes and you've noted it on yours. But I mean, come on, man. It's just pan bags, it's crap. Well, is it crap? Do you think Khabib would follow through with his threat to leave the UFC if we think he is cut? Oh, I don't know if he's officially... His face has been stripped. I know his face has been taken off. Cause, we'll uh, talk about that next week, but it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. Where really would Khabib go if he did leave the UFC? Like go back to MK1, fight in, in Russia. Just go down and dominate three divisions in Bellator. Hmm. Or go and dominate all of Bellator. I'll just fight in every division. Just fight Ryan Bader for the heavyweight <laughs> man. Let's go, Ryan. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just, for me, it's not so much the Khabib and Bellator thing because Bellator's up and coming. It's going to be, it's the, it's the second biggest promotion. Simple mm. as that. Right. So if he doesn't fight in UFC, he fights in the second biggest. That's cool. But it's just the fifty cent thing. Like, oh mate, come on, I'll give you two million cash. Come fight for me. Just mate, no, just go away. Who cares? I think, I think because as fifty cent, if. That's what I'm saying. It's the owners of Bellator just came out and said, I'll give you two million. Is he not investing in it? But I think he's investing in it. I don't think he's an owner. Uh, but he's invested, so he's obviously saying, from, it's my investment. My investment is two million dollars because he's a draw. That's what I'm saying. People want to watch Khabib fight now. That's I thought if, uh, it's because it's 50 cent. If it was just a normal investor came out and said that. Well, I don't know, because it would have been... I think I think if a normal investor came out, of see if Scott Coker came out and said it, that's news. Of course. 50 cent's just a... Just a guy, but he's invested in Bellator. I know. I just, it just seemed like handbags to me, man. It just didn't seem like anything worth talking about. But we've talked about it now. Is it going to happen? No. What if it depends? Not in the next year. Well, anyway. I've heard Khabib's got a twelve to eighteen month suspension. Oh, did you hear that? Did you? I read that a wee bit online somewhere. Twelve to eighteen month suspension. I don't know about. Yeah. I might just be like minimum sanctions or stuff like that. You know. Don't know. We've still got another nine days before we find out what happened to Khabib. Yeah. So not next week, but the following week's podcast will be kind of probably about the fallout of that. I'd imagine. Yeah, we'll be so. on Khabib on that. So yeah. So the other big news this week, or sorry, not news. This isn't news. This isn't for this. A rumor, but Eddie Alvarez to one and what a signing that would be. I think that's what UFC still want to keep him. I know, but well, they don't want to keep him. They want to resign him because he's now left. He's now a free agent. Well, they want to keep him. They want, they want to sign. They want to sign him back, but. I mean, everybody wants Eddie Alvarez Bellator want him back. 
but one, that would be something. That would be a great deal. For It'd be it. a shame for us because we wouldn't get to see him fight because I don't think you get one on the telly over here at all. No, you maybe need to, need to try and download it online or something. Like online, and online. Try find it online, but um, but I mean, well, that would be something. That would be unbelievable. Be a big statement for one, like as a proper, you know, right, guys, we've got the money, come fight with us. Mm. We've got the names, we've got Eddie Alvarez. I mean, Eddie Alvarez goes over there and runs that belt in two, and probably about a year anyway, or six months probably. That's probably his first fight. Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. He's big enough draw, isn't he? Big enough fighter. Just mm-hmm. go in and fight. He's the largest draw. Maybe find even wins too. Maybe the first champ champ. I hate champ champs, man. First one champ Just drop champ. your belt, man. Move on. Just yeah, Anyway. Um, Anything else worth mentioning this week? Kevin Lee can't have set up for December. Thought it was a decent fight. I think mm-hmm. that'd be quite good to watch. That's actually head, that's the headline fight on it. Yeah, UFC fight night. For it's actually called UFC on Fox Lee versus Ia Quinta yeah, too. I think that'll be really good. I want to follow that myself. Definitely worth looking at. But yeah, Kevin Lee, Ia Quinta's an interesting one. Um, Kevin Lee needs to get back on track. Yeah, Kevin needs to like, needs a win, doesn't he? So, but uh, we can talk. We will talk about that close. That's not till the fifteenth of December. So we'll give like a month and a half before that. Um, I don't think there was any other thing. A couple of daft wee things. Pettis has been back down to Bantam, mate. I'm back to Bantamweight, sorry. Oh, back up, Bantam. uh, back up, that's what I meant. I don't know what that is, yeah. Person back up the Bantamweight. Sergio. Sergio. Got it right this week, guys. Yes, high five for me. Which is probably the right decision because he looked absolutely lost last week, I thought. Yeah, but you, think you would think stepping up a weight class would be harder. Yeah, but I didn't, I don't, I don't, he didn't look very energised. He didn't have a lot of energy, I thought. Yeah. It wasn't a great fight from Pettis last week, so maybe taking that step back to 135 was a lot better for him. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it is because he's a good young fighter so you want to see guys doing well definitely um, apart from that well, I think with Bartley Aldo came out and said once McGregor but don't see that ever happening myself I would be surprised if McGregor went back there's no need to Aldo is stepping up though you know? yeah he's went to 155 it, so. but it's a fight for McGregor if McGregor's big fight Looking for an E313 second tune up fight. <laughs> it's a relatively big draw. You know, Aldo might want the, the one back. It's dangerous for McGregor because he's fighting a guy that wants to beat him. Yeah, but there's, there's maybe likes to it. There's maybe likes to it. I hope so. I wouldn't like to see it. I just don't know if McGregor would take it. So I see McGregor fight anybody. Um, again, get us on Twitter, Instagram, at InsideCageMMA. Please give us a like, give us a follow. Our followers are embarrassing. Please give us a like, guys. Go for it. Check out our what we post, things like that, and if you can, give us a rating as well, we're on all good podcasting sites now, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on um, Google Podcasts, all Android kind of podcasts, obviously on Anchor as well, the big ones are Spotify and iTunes, get us on there, subscribe, get your weekly dose of me and Mark talk crap about MMA. Mm -hmm. Have a good week guys, we'll see you next week.